But I was thinking today that uh, this seemingly, to me, feels like we are on a rescue mission. See, that's when you know you got a worship leader in your midst. Also, this podcast is dedicated to my brothers and sisters up in the Washington, D.C. area. Shout out to the 202. Mm-hmm. Thank and, you, Lord. Uh, Thank you. Ah, my fellow people of the internet, it's EDB here. That's Eric Deshaun Barrett Valong. And if you're listening to this when it's released, then it is Wednesday, September 9, 2020. A day where our world is without question on fire. Yes, I in some ways speak of the forest areas of South Central California where its record-breaking fire season could get much worse in the coming days. They're expecting powerful winds, which heightens the danger of more blazes, while the firefighters are continually struggling with the already present blazes. And as we struggle with being at home for work and school, Californians on top of covid On top of these blazes, we're hit with another devastating blow. The Pacific Gas and Electric Company, PG&E, is being forced to shut off power to numerous communities in hopes of avoiding new fires potentially sparked by downed power lines. This is expected to affect more than 120 customers in the South Central California area. But that's only part of the problem because Washington, D.C. is also on fire. With a fast approaching budgetary deadline, lawmakers are fearing not only millions of people remaining in the darkness of unemployment, but the proverbial lights of the government may also soon go dim. I believe all of this, at least for me, showcases what the mission statement of this moment is this is a time for an emotional mental and most importantly spiritual rescue mission which is what I believe Madam Fanny J. Crosby was also thinking when she wrote our lyrical meditation written at an arguable time of personal distress where she was concerned she cried out rescue the perishing care for the dying I'm I'm rescuing the perish, rescue the perishing, care for the dying, snatch them in pity from sin and the grave, weeping over the error one, lifting up the fallen, telling them of Jesus, the mighty to save. Though they are sliding him, Still he is waiting, waiting the penitent child to receive. Plead with them earnestly, plead with them gently. He will forgive if they will only believe. Rescue the perish, care for the dying. Yes, 
Jesus is merciful. Jesus will save. Down to down in the human heart, crushed by the tempter, feeling like line burn that grace can restore. Touched by a loving heart, wakened by kindness, thoughts that are broken with vertebrae once more. Rescue the perish. Duty demands it. Strength for thy labor. The Lord will provide. Back to the narrow way, patiently winning them. Tell the poor wonder a savior has died. Rescue the perish. Care for the dying. Jesus is merciful. Jesus will save. Rescue that perish. Care for the dying. Jesus is merciful. Jesus will save. Rescue that perished one. Not, don't know God, but we want to rescue him this morning. Thank God for the word. Amen. As we mentally and emotionally chew on our lyrical meditation, I feel it's a great opportunity for us to share. Maybe you know of someone who has lost a job or someone who has found themselves trapped in the fires of California. Or maybe you have what they call an old fashioned testimony. Someone was saved, their job was spared, they went back to work, their lives have been somewhat uh, revitalized, even though the California area is on fire. Or maybe none of these things apply to you. Maybe you just need someone to remember you and most importantly, join with you as we all in a moment chat with our creator. If that is you, I'm going to ask you to email me the first virtual church at gmail.com. Put prayer or praise in the subject line and whatever you'd like for me or our persons who read them to know. Just put in the message. You do that and we'll just pretend like we already know it. Like I've already read it. EDB already has it in his mind through osmosis. And we're just going to go ahead and talk to the creator. And let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, we just uh, uh, lift up those in our family, uh, in our uh, realm of friends that uh, we need to they know that uh, we know that they need the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior. We just lift up family members that need a, a special touch, uh, a special reassurance that you are in charge, Lord, that uh, you will uh, take care of us, you will provide for us, and, and most of all, you will love us no matter what we're going through, how we're struggling, and, and uh, whatever we may face, whether it be a physical uh, challenge or a, a financial challenge or, or just a, a challenge in our own mind. Sometimes we let our minds uh, bring us down and we need to work through that and we need to uplift ourselves. We can be a beacon. We can be that light in this 
cloudy day that uh, shines, no matter what it is outside or no matter what's going on around us, whether it be uh, in our families or in our workplace, that they look at us and and they see a a light that they want to hold on to or they want to know more more about how we can be so cheerful and happy regardless of uh, uh, what we're going through or or what we're facing. Sometimes... uh, I know as, uh, you know, we, we travel around, sometimes we get lost and we need guidance to get us back uh, where we need to go. Uh, we're going looking for a place and sometimes we can't find that place till we reconnect with the person we're looking for to help guide us back to where we need to be. Uh, and, that, and that person in our lives that we know is God and Jesus, that they can uh, redirect us, redirect us to our lives. And we just thank you for that. We thank you for God, for what he does for us. He's the, uh, he's the beginning. He's the end. He knows what we need even before we ask him. But he tells us to ask him and ask him, and it will be done. His, his will will be done in our lives. And, and we have to understand that His will is is our is the best for our life. It may not be what we think is best for us, but His uh, His decision is the final one, and and He's uh, He's the author of our lives, and He's the creator of our lives. He's also the finisher of our lives, and we have to recognize that, and we have to give Him the glory, and and to be that beacon for Him, no matter. What the situation is around us, no matter what family member you're facing, they know they can come to us, and, and we can Amen. give them that encouragement. We can give them that prayer. We can give them that special hug that they may need that to get over that situation, uh, whatever they're going through in their lives. We just thank you for God for every member that's here on the call. We thank you that we they have a heart to want to come and and be a part of. of uh, Wednesday morning uh, study that they want to be uh, rejuvenated in the middle of the week so they can go through the, their lives uh, knowing that God still loves them and yeah. look forward to uh, being with them on, on a uh, Sunday but also on a daily basis Lord even though we're apart we're still together because we all love our Lord and our Savior Amen yeah. Jesus Amen thank you thank you Amen my friends as we've listened to the the eloquence of the madam fanny j crosby in our lyrical meditation as we even heard through the prayers of brother dennis my mind has, has got to thinking. How do we properly fulfill this mission? How do we properly? What tools are available? Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. Thank you for that moment of blunder. I can only think of one thing. We must consult the guidebook. The manual that's designed to be the believer's source for how to live this wonderful life. And that manual, that believer's source, is more than not accompanied by voices to help interpret 
what that manual is saying. That voice today is the one and the only Stacy Chavis. Thank you. Good morning, family. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. morning. Such a blessing to be here. Good morning. A blessing to be here. Yet another week to be able to share in this midweek time of fellowship together. And as I um, was pondering over what message from the manual, as, as Pastor Eric calls it, from the manual, what came to me was, 2 Timothy 4.17, it reads from the New International Version, but the Lord God stood at my side and gave me strength so that through me the message might be fully proclaimed and all the Gentiles might hear it. And I was delivered from the lion's mouth. Again, 2 Timothy 4.17 But the Lord stood at my side and gave me strength so that through me the message might be fully proclaimed and all the Gentiles might hear it and I was delivered from the lion's mouth. The the second read-through, I sort of emphasize the personal pronouns. I think that if we don't read the, the manual, if we don't read the Bible personally, then we miss the story. And we miss what revelation that uh, has been bestowed upon the writer. Second Timothy is Paul, uh, is written by Paul, it's the second letter. And I think about, but the Lord stood at my side. And that if we, it's the same God then, same God now, that beside each of us, those knowing God, those believing that Christ is the Son of God, resurrected, then to think that, all the power that comes with the Lord standing by our sides is glorious and can also be overwhelming. But I think that when we consider our purpose, when I consider my purpose and my mission, it is like, like Brother Dennis spoke of in the prayer that we are to be a light. So in times when it's a dreary day or when, you know, things are on fire, <laughs> both in Washington, both on this end of the well, on both ends of the country, things are on fire, either literally or figuratively. How much soothing it is to know that the Lord is standing by our side to give us strength, and that when we are called upon to be a light, whether it's just a smile to somebody whether it's just in answering the phone call from somebody that you really weren't in the mood to talk to but realized that that call that time wasn't about you. (laughs) We've all had those moments right now, and I know who it is. It's 8.05. I know who's calling. I know who's calling. But sometimes we need to set ourselves aside, back to the personal pronoun, so that through us the message can be fully proclaimed. So that through us, the light can shine. Amen. So that through us, we just might be able to show what God's love is. And if the Lord is standing by our side to give us strength, the more, the closer we get in our relationship to God, we realize it's just not about us. So we pick up the phone. 
when we don't always want to. We get out of bed when we would rather stay, when we have things to do, when we have knowing that people are waiting for us. We press on. We press on. And this verse, amen, amen, marked a higher calling. Um, and, and, I, and I thought, well, why this verse when it says that all the Gentiles might hear? We don't, we don't talk about Jew and Gentile that way anymore. We do know that there is a difference in Protestant and Catholic. And I think the personal reference for me right here in this moment is so that all those who don't have the light might be able to hear, might be able to see. I, I counsel people often and I say one of the hardest jobs when, when, when you don't know what you're supposed to do, when you're not sure what your purpose is, one of the hardest jobs has to be to be the light. I mean, think about the sun, that just looking down on all that happens, all, all the fires, the sun, just looking down on what's going on in Washington and what's going on with COVID-19, and all it can do is shine. That's all it can do. Despite cloudy days, it's just there, waiting, knowing that once the cloud clears, I'm right here. And so I think if we think about our lives that way, sometimes when we can't change our children, can't change our family, can't change people from going to the hospital, God has just called upon us to be the light so that through us the message might be fully proclaimed and all the Gentiles, all those who don't know, all those who are in the dark can say, what's that light? What's that over there? I want some of that. I want, I want. He, she's always smiling. And even when she's sad, she has something nice to say so that all those who don't know might be drawn toward us. It's just, just, just a powerful message for me. And that verse ends with, and I was delivered from the lion's mouth. Well, whew, to think about all the lions that we face, all the loud roaring that were, that's on our TV, all the loud roaring from our neighbors, our people who just don't get it, that our ability to just rest and abide in Jesus, to rest and abide in the risen Savior, to rest and abide, and sometimes I just got to be delight, knowing that that deliverance rests there. So it needn't be a physical lion at your door. I know if I opened my door in Silver Spring and saw one, that would be very different. <laughs> a little bit unusual, but I know that there are lions all around. I know that there are prey all around me. But with the with the Lord standing at my side, with the strength that comes from that, I know that whatever adversity, whatever roaring Whatever comes to steal and kill and destroy, I have the power of God at my side. I have the strength in me that through me I can say and deliver the message of the gospel, the good news, even if not on a soapbox on a corner, but from my phone. And most of all, most of all, using that through me, the Holy Spirit just allowing me the power of intercession to pray each other just to pray for somebody that I can't touch that my that my my thoughts and prayers could be bound together with all those that have prayed before God is is all time through time so every pray that I pray for some prayer that I pray for somebody is combined with every prayer that has gone before 
for that person, for that thing. And, and for that, I am grateful. Praise the Lord. And for that, I am delivered. Oh, Heavenly Father, thank you. It's just such, sometimes it, we, we just don't see the power in one little verse. One verse. Um, and that, that, that's what I wanted to share this moment, that we have the power of God standing beside us, the strength running through us, that we can proclaim and be a light <laughs> for all those who don't know so that we can be delivered. That's my meditation for this moment. Thank you, God. Thank you, family. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Ah, my friends, my friends, if I can, since we're still inside of our 30 minute window, I would like to take a moment of candor because I think 18 weeks in now, over 200 some odd episodes, 18 weeks in of of this call, this this conversation of conscious, this moment of meditation, this moment of Sunday worship, if you will. And 200 plus episodes of podcasting. I've been podcasting now since November of last year. And you've been listening. You've heard most of the conversations, if not all of them. You've engaged in same. And I thank you for that. Because without you, there is no conversation. I'm just a guy talking into a microphone. But you listen. You give feedback. And that makes these things worthwhile. I know this may sound like a broken record, but please allow me the opportunity to do this just in case. I know for most of you, you've already figured out how to connect with the podcast. And I appreciate you on behalf of the platform by which you're using. You found a way to, whether it's like, whether it's follow, subscribe, or add, you've done that. And again, I appreciate you. The platform you have chosen appreciates you. But now I would like to ask you to do something else for me. 18 weeks in now, I think we're at a point where we can really think about what's next, right? You say, well, yeah, let's think about that. I feel with everything that's within me that we've spent a lot of time getting everything we can get for ourselves, building ourselves, whether it's through our minds, whether it's through our bodies, whether it's through our spirit. That is, after all, what this uh, piece of content is about, these conversations. We hope that you use these while you're walking around the job, maybe doing a workout in the gym, something active, a.k.a. mind, body, and soul. But also... What about our brothers and our sisters, our cheerings? As we had a theme today, Rescue the Perishing, there are a lot of people, not only in our world, but in our immediate sphere that is suffering, that is struggling. And so would you consider helping me on my mission to rescue the perishing? You say, how do you do that? Sounds pretty daring. 
like you need a General Eisenhower and some battle plans to pull that off. Nah, it's not not all like that. No, no. I mean, granted, there are battle plans and you are generals. I mean, that's what we are, soldiers in the army of the Lord. That's what they taught me in Sunday school class. But this is pretty simple. Somewhere, your platform allows you the option to share this podcast. And so, what I would like to ask you to do for me, if you would, just simple. Would you go and just share it? And I took a pause because I wanted you, and I hoped you would, should I say, think about somebody, maybe two or three people that you know needs to hear this conversation. If you get those two or three people in your mind, share this conversation with them today and put a little note, a little heart face emoji, something. Let them know that you care about them. Let them know you're thinking about them. Let them know that you see them struggling. This is not about religion. It's not about whether or not you like my denomination or all this other good nonsense that happens at the church. There are literally folk in this world right now who are physically dying, emotionally wrecked, mentally on life support, And I believe you and I can be those emotional, mental, and dare I say even physical paramedics to help them. What do you say? You you down for that? Awesome sauce. Well, I think, uh, you know, I like to do the, the closing kind of as one mind, right? You know, the podcasts are kind of like we have our conversation and we cut in different things or we kind of weave it into things. But the the, the, the ending, the, the blessing, I think we should all kind of hear each other together. What do you think? You down with that? All right. Or as I like to say, awesome sauce. my friends it appears we have come to the end of our conversation today our time together once again another Wednesday is down it's hard to believe we've been doing it now 18 weeks we started this on Easter as just a, a uh, an experiment something for us to do to uh, sidetrack our our little service we're going to have outside that we couldn't do because of the virus. And now 18 Sundays and Wednesdays later, here we are. So I'm personally grateful to have you joining me on this journey. And I'm glad to hear that uh, your lives following our time together today will be nothing but, I like to say, the word awesome and I like to make a pot of stew out of awesome I call it a pot of awesome sauce and so I look forward to the next time we can get together and hope you do as well as a matter of fact I know you do you already looking forward to Sunday I can feel it already in my bones 
So until then, keep your heads high, knowing you are created uniquely and special. And between you and your creator, sit everything needed to make your world great. And with the two of you, there is absolutely nothing you cannot do. For me and mine, unto you and yours. Until Sunday. Have a great Wednesday. Thank you. Thank you, you too. Blessings.